Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. When I was on the bed of sickness and I spent 16 months bed fast, I heard a Methodist minister on the radio say from Dallas, KRLD, in those days Radio Revival was on, Brother W.E. Hawkins. And he said it would pay any Christian and every Christian to go through the New Testament, primarily the epistles, and underline with a red pencil or else write out every one of the scriptures in Christ, in whom, and in Him. And then he said, begin to confess that's who I am and what I have. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue this series, In Him by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching on who we are as believers in Christ. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagin's message. People often ask me, I've had them through the years to ask me about studying the Bible, how to study the Bible. So, and I have many suggestions, but there's one above all others that I always suggest, and I want to present it to you, amen, as I have in time past. As a believer, as a Christian, may I suggest to you to follow this method as you go through the New Testament, primarily the epistles. First of all, live in the epistles. Now why? Because those are the letters that are written to you. One could never be a successful Christian and live in the four Gospels. If you only read the four Gospels and just lived in them, then you wouldn't even know why Jesus came. Now you think you would, because you've already read the epistles and know why he came. But do you think that you'd know more if you hadn't read the rest of it, that you'd know more than the apostles did that walked with Jesus for three and a half years almost? They were right with him every day for over three years. And they didn't know why he died. See, you do because you read the epistles. But you don't know why he died by reading the Gospels. The four Gospels have to do with his life, with his burial, with his death, with his resurrection. But in the letters written to the church, they tell us exactly why he died. Hallelujah. Now look at Galatians, the first chapter, the 11th verse. Paul said, writing to the churches in Galatia, the gospel, 11th verse, which was preached to me is not after man. Verse 12. For I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. Now in the four gospels, you see him on the cross. You see him die. You see him buried. You see him raised again. But in the epistles, you find out what happened the moment he died, where he went and what he did. You also find out what happened to him after he was raised from the dead. The first thing that he did before he permitted folks to touch him, because you remember when Mary continued, Peter and John went away and Mary stayed there, and Jesus appeared to her. And he said, touch me not. Touch me not. Now why? Luke 24, 39 put it this way. He said, touch me not. We'll get to this verse in a minute. First there in John, he said, touch me not. Now why? I've not yet ascended. I've not yet ascended. 
to my Father and to your Father, to my God and your God. But in Luke 24, 39 now, when he appeared to the disciples, he said, handle me. In other words, touch me, handle me, and see. They thought it was a spirit, a ghost that appeared to them. Handle me and see, for a spirit hath not flesh and bones as ye see me have. Now why would he say to Mary, the first person that saw him, don't touch me. And a little later on the same day, at evening the same day, he appeared to the disciples and said, touch me, handle me or touch me, so you can see I'm flesh and bone. Well, thank God for the epistles. Hallelujah. It's in the epistles written to the Hebrew Christians that we find out what happened between these two appearances. When he appeared to Mary and said, don't touch me. When he appeared to the disciples and said, touch me. The word of God says in the book of Hebrews that he entered into the heavenly holies of holies. Once and for all. Hallelujah. Once and for all. The book of Hebrews said he entered in with his own blood. Once and for all. To obtain an eternal redemption for us. He did it once and for all. Don't have to be done again. Don't have to be done again. He entered in to the heavenly holies of holies with his own blood to obtain an eternal redemption for us. Now that's the reason I take umbrage to anybody that appear, with blood appears on the hands. It's not the blood of Jesus. I said it's not the blood of Jesus. He entered in with his blood once and for all. Once and for all. Once and for all. Once and for all. Well, somebody said, that's a sign to you, though. I don't need any sign. I've got his word for it. Don't need that sign. And you find no such signs corroborated by the scriptures. Amen. That's the reason I take umbrage with those dear ones, blessed darling hearts, that's gotten over into witchcraft and evil spirits and don't know it. Amen. And by, by some of their own record, I've read them for years, nothing new. And the, the, the sign, they say, of the, their, their hands being pierced. Like one person said, a dark image appeared and thrust a spear in their side. You don't have to have any spear thrust in your side, it's unscriptural. I said, it's unscriptural. No. Jesus entered in once and for all with his own blood to obtain an eternal redemption for us. Hallelujah. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Bless God both now and forevermore. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, I just wanted to make that point. To encourage you as a Christian, as a believer. And I'll tell you, if those dear ones had spent their time in the epistles, they'd have known, praise God, what's bought and paid for and done and belongs to you. 
I didn't say you wasn't supposed to read the Bible elsewhere. I didn't say you wasn't supposed to study the Old Testament. I said don't spend most of your time there. Now, within the last year, I've read the whole Bible through once. Psalms and Proverbs through twice. And the New Testament through twice. But, just reading. Just reading. You need to do more than just read. But you'll find, you can look at this Bible, you can see it's always more worn in these letters written to the epistles. That's where I study. That's where I live. Praise God forevermore. Now then, I made reference to the fact that here's one way to study. I made reference to it before that years ago, 1933, when I was on the bed of sickness and I spent 16 months bed fast, I heard a Methodist minister on the radio say from Dallas, KRLD, in those days Radio Revival was on, Brother W.E. Hawkins. And he said it would pay any Christian and every Christian to go through the New Testament, primarily the epistles, and underline with a red pencil or else write out every one of the scriptures in Christ, in whom, and in him. And then he said, begin to confess that's who I am and what I have. Well, you will find it's over 140 such verses altogether in the New Testament, most of them in the epistles. Now, however, some of them just make mention in Christ and doesn't really tell you anything you have. For instance, Paul writing a letter said, I greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, that's an expression in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, but it's just a greeting. It doesn't tell you anything that's yours because you're in Christ. There are close to 130 of the expressions throughout the epistles which do tell you something that you have because you're in Christ, or they at least infer what you are because you're in Him, in whom, and in Christ. Now, for instance, the scripture that we've been looking at, let's look at it again briefly. 2 Corinthians 5.17 said, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Find all of these scriptures. When you find them, write them down. Meditate on them. Begin to confess them. Now what do you mean confess them? I just mean to begin to say with your mouth, this is who I am, this is what I am, and this is what I have in Christ. Now it may not seem real to you to begin with. But the more you confess it, the more real it will become. Now, as far as God is concerned, let's look at things again from God's standpoint. As far as God is concerned, you have, everything you have are, all that He's done in Christ belongs to you. It's already done. It's already bought. It's already paid for. But you want it to become real in your life. Now, for instance, Ephesians, the first chapter, the third verse said, Blessed be God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us. Not, who, not who's going to. But hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings. All that they are in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. I've had people to say to me, wonderful people, born again. Brother Hagin, I'm born again. I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. I know I'm saved. I speak with other tongues. But you know, I read those scriptures that you gave. They, they just don't seem real to me. And yet the Word of God tells me that it belongs to me. 
What am I going to do? Well, instead of going around talking that don't seem real to you, just confess to yourself and to the devil, praise God, that's who I am. That's what I have. And you'll find you'll rise to the level of that place. Amen. You know, we talk about walking by faith. Well, our text said, fight the good fight of faith. You accept the word of God and believe God for what it says. Now say it out loud, everybody. I am what God says I am. I have what God says I have. I can do what God says I can do. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now you'll find the more you'll confess that, the more real it will become to you. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month's special is Lynette's Bargain Bag, chocked full of incredible bargains for just $19.95. This offer includes the books How to Live Worry-Free and It's Your Move by Ken Hagan, How You Can Know the Will of God, the Slimline Book by Kenneth E. Hagan, the CD, How You Can Have Success by Lynette Hagan, and the CD, How to Receive God's Best from Kenneth E. Hagan. All this and the tote bag are just $19.95. That's a retail value of $38.85. Call now, 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. May 19th through the 22nd, we're going to be at Family Worship Center there in Lexington, Kentucky. So if you're in that area or want to come to that area, join us there May 19th through the 22nd. Make plans to join us next week at this same time and station for more of the series by Kenneth E. Hagan. That's next week here on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.